talk about? It's your game. I know, but like what? Is there any like... Oh, parts of it. Stuff. The usuals. You already wrote this all up already? Yeah, I'm a monster. Oh, while we were gone? No. Like from the second we shut the console off to the second <laughs> we sat down here. Like, wow. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, you gotta come over here, and you gotta come over here. And here's the story, when it comes to story time. Story time. You're gonna sing it again? No. <laughs> no. Welcome to episode 42 of the Press Continue Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your host, Brittany. And today, Ashley is with us again. Hello. <laughs> because we played some Dragon's Crown. Oh, yeah. Some. Some. Quite a bit over the last few years. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Sporadically. games. We like to play some multiplayer games as a family. Yeah, local multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, Where you can shoot stuff and beat stuff up. Yeah, one-on-one -on -one games versus games don't work too good with this with us because no, we always angry. fight over who. It's got to be a co-op. Yeah. Game. We work pretty well as a team too, I would say. Yeah. But Dragon's Crown was released August sixth of twenty thirteen on PS three and PS Vita, and it's actually the exact same game on both systems. They made sure of that when they made it. It was originally 50 bucks, and when you pre-ordered it, which I actually did, uh, you got a 64-page art book that went with it, too. And you got that art book? I do. I just can't find it. I have no idea where I put it in the house since we moved here. But we'll get more into the art style and everything about that later. But Brittany, mm -hmm. give us that storyline. Though all of these adventurers came to Highland for their own reasons, their goals are the same. Now, as one of them, you are about to brave terrifying labyrinths full of monsters. Ever since the entrance to the labyrinths was discovered in the ruins at the outskirts of town, a constant flow of reckless adventurers like you have attempted to unearth their secrets. First, you will need to find some allies. No matter how brave you are, it's not safe to go alone. I'll be praying for your safe return. Will you be? No, not me, whoever this guy is. Oh, okay. <laughs> So yeah, it, like we said, it's multiplayer, so you can play it locally or online. And the neat thing about the online play about it, again, since it's on PS3 and Vita, you can link up with either players if you play online. So you have quite a large pool of other players that you can link up with up to four people. So I thought that was kind of cool, because you don't, you don't hear about two systems linking games together like that. Mm -mm.
So you have six characters to choose from. Yeah, it is um, a fighter who just a big heavy armored guy. Yep. An Amazon who is pretty much naked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get that booty. The one thing that the guys are probably not gonna agree with, but um, this is like ridiculous. The animation of the like body parts in this. I uh, get so distracted by it that I'm like, I can't believe how badly <laughs> they've done the animation on the body parts. Yeah, they have the, the Amazon character who's basically a female warrior, and she's wearing a bra and, and a, a thong. thong. Well, not only she that, but She carries a big two-handed axe. Doesn't she have, like, thigh-high boots on? So she's, like, technically yeah. wearing, like, more on her legs and feet than she is in the rest of her entire body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get distracted too, and um, since you always play the range character, I like get to, if I'm gonna play a female, I've got to play the, like, gigantic breasted, um, <laughs> sorceress, or the, the Amazon, and it's like, ugh. Or then I end up playing a guy character, because I just can't. Yeah. Can't handle it. What are the other characters? A dwarf, which you always play, Adam. Yep. I instantly picked the dwarf. <laughs> Um, an elf, um... Which is the only woman with clothes. Archer, yeah. <laughs> Which I realized something after playing that for so long. I never realized that, like, when you stop, um, squirrels crawl all over her, which is really funny and cute. <laughs> yeah, she's like a She's a wood elf. elf. Yeah, wood yeah. elf. Yeah. I never saw it, though, before. Um, the fifth character is a male wizard. Yeah, he's actually pretty cool. Like a magician. He's like a dark wizard. Mm-hmm. He I can like teleport. Too. Yeah, it's pretty mm -hmm. cool looking. And then the last one is a big, big rusted sorceress. Yeah, which is who ridiculous. has more clothes on, but just enormous. Just the way her boobs Tons move. of cleavage. When she <laughs> runs, I'm just like. <laughs> but it's 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 so over the top that it's hilarious. It is funny, but at the same time, it's so distracting. Like I want to focus on what I'm doing in the game instead of watching the way her boobs bounce. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, where am I? I'm looking at that. It's beyond anything I've ever seen. Well, now, there was, like, th this game got a lot of media attention because of that. I'm sure that's why it is. And the head art director, George Kamatani, I guess that's how you say it, um, he responded to all the backlash of, you know, the sexism and all, all those weird, you know, crazy comments that he got, and, um... Now I have to read, because I'm reading this, his quote. Uh, I exaggerated the silhouettes of all the masculine features on the male characters, the feminine features on the female characters, and the monster-like features in the monsters from many different angles until each had a unique feel to them. I apologize to those who were made uncomfortable by the art's appearance and did not see the same light-hearted fantasy in my designs. Yeah, because isn't this, uh, the whole game, like, hand drawings? The whole game is hand-drawn. Every every piece of art in it, every background, everything. That's why, I mean, the look of the game is really like you're playing a painting. Yeah, I, I especially like talking about how it looks when you go into, like, a world and, you know, how the thing spins around and mm -hmm. when you're picking your level. It looks like level. cardboard cutouts yeah, that are spinning around. It's done so well, it's like... It's really pretty to even just sit there and look at it, you know, when you're trying to go into the world. reminds you of the Game of Thrones entrance. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Throwing Game of Thrones. <laughs> Had to find a way. 
I mean, after reading that comment, yes, the the men are like overly muscular, and mm-hmm. you know the other women characters are overly um, exaggerated in all their features and everything. But all the men are fully clothed. All the women are wearing like yeah, here's here's exactly. a see through rag. Like the dwarf's a... butt isn't like drawn huge, and him walking around with his butt sticking out. Right. Yeah. But he is shirtless. Yeah, he is shirtless. So. Is his nipple gigantic? No, <laughs> but he doesn't even have any. See, so that's that's well, like the one. Um, well, because they're covered with his beard. <laughs> no, they're showing. The one Amazon lady, her butt is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Butt like a truck, truck, truck. Yeah. Thighs like what, what, what? It's like you wouldn't even be an effective Amazon looking like that because. Like, you'd have to worry about your clothes staying on. They're not worried about no, it. No, you wouldn't, because they're so tight <laughs> up your crack, they ain't going anywhere. That's why I always play the elf. Yeah, the sorceress? Ridiculous. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. thanks, Ash. Thanks for always playing the cute elf. Yeah. <laughs> and when, when I, you, do I remember I can. <laughs> looking through the art book, and I was like, oh my god, because they show like every single frame of art for the for the different characters, and I'm like, Jeez, this is ridiculous. Like, when you're playing it, it flashes so fast that you don't see what's actually happening. But when they show the freeze frames of it, it's, like, uh, pretty bad. <laughs> Especially, like, when the kids are around. Like, it's borderline inappropriate. Sometimes yeah, when... I'm like, hit the button so they can't see uh-huh. what's going on the screen. <laughs> yeah, some of the people you talk to in town, you're like, uh, kids, look away. Well, like, that one that we saw earlier, it was, I don't know if it was, like, a nun or something. She was getting bit on the leg by an evil head monster thing she was a holy warrior okay like that was inappropriate just the way she was sitting yeah because it was total crotch shot yeah and she was like <laughs> making a weird belt. and she was making a weird noise and i was like okay we need to get this off the screen because <laughs> yeah. it's very inappropriate uh, i wouldn't say this is a game for impressionable children no, that's for sure no way no but it is beautiful it is beautifully yeah. drawn yeah. in, in some uh, ways it's like kind of watching an anime a little mm-hmm. bit mm. yeah for sure that's a good comparison because anime is not always yeah, for children it's either. It's always too. like I'd say teen and up, mm-hmm. depending on which anime you watch. But as your group, okay, you're also followed around by uh, Rainy the Rogue. Who is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you use him in the game to um, pick locks for chests, open doors that you can't unlock, uh, things like that. But if he unlocks something and you let the treasure sit for too long, he'll run around and pick he'll up the treasure. It. Yeah, he'll steal the treasure from you. But he's supposed to be your friend. But he takes all your money, and then he makes really annoying noises, too. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he sounds like George Takai. Because he's picked up stuff before, and I've heard him go, Oh, my. Yeah, stuff like that. It's <laughs> really weird. It's pretty awesome. And then later, someone else joins your group, too, who is Tiki the Fairy. Oh, yeah. After you um, bring L- Lucius back to life, who is the wizard in town. And she helps you by, like highlighting treasure chests or highlighting secrets or things like that but also she'll make the little things sparkle uh-huh 
and you know, you'll see random sparkles through level and if you use a little right stick a little hand comes out and if you wipe the hand over the little sparkle a bunch of treasure will pop out. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to click on it. Nope. When the first game when the game first came out you had to click on it every time. I remember that. That was a pain. But then they patched it and all you have to do is like wipe over it. Hmm. I just like I kinda <clears throat> don't like that where you have to use the other joystick. Like why can't you just walk your character over there and get well, some of the, the treasure's really high though. Yeah. Like on bookshelves and but I don't know. I think it adds a little extra to it. Like we were always yelling, "Like you left the room too fast! I saw sparkles." Yeah. <laughs> so it's it puts a little more adventure element into it. I think. You left sparkles. Yeah, we'd always get angry. Who went through the door? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you walk too far to the right or to the back of the screen, you could enter another room and leave everyone behind. Right. So yeah. The other reason why I like this game a lot, though, is it reminds me of um, Gauntlet. Mm, and of course. That was like one of my favorite games, and um, I like the aspect that when you pick up stuff, I think you said that we share the the money. We share the money. We share the loot. We can. So then you don't yell at me for being a hoarder. Uh, right. <laughs> treasure hoarder. Yeah. Like we're dying and actually like collecting treasure. Yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna fight that. I'm just gonna go get the oh, food and food, money. Food, food. Money, money, money. <laughs> Whenever you get Tiki, who actually looks kind of like Tinkerbell, um, she also introduces rune magic into the game, which we finally understood how to use. For the first time in, like, <laughs> how many years? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, it came out in 2013, so it's been two years. But you'll find, like, random etched symbols in, like, the background, and you have to, like, click on two of them and then add one of your own runes to it that you collect from... Again, the wizard. And then something will happen to all your characters. Like, you'll get random like strength buffs. You'll get uh, money fountains, which of course Ashley loves. <laughs> <laughs> There's magical doors that you can unlock as well. So, the runes, again, bring another adventure aspect to it and makes the levels a little more replayable. Because if you don't have all the runes, you go back and be like, Hey, what's, what's that do? Okay, so you get four human players running around, you get the the fairy running around, you get the, the thief running around with you, and then you get like 15 enemies on the board at Not the same all time. Human. Huh? Elf? Human. human players. You're a human, I'm a human, she's human. Oh. Whoever's playing is a human. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> and then the cat. When the cat plays, that's not a human player. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> So you got all these people on the board, and then you get, like, a bunch of enemies on the on the screen. And I know we kept losing our character in the chaos yeah. of everything. Constantly. Yeah. Like, where am I? Am I alive? Am I dead? And then the screen couldn't keep up with us. It kept, like, shaking back and forth because we were all going different directions. And... Yeah, and if someone in your group is moving ahead too quickly, it can kind of screw up what you're fighting or trying to get. Right. There's lots of times where... I have to collect the arrows and someone's moving forward and it's just like pulling me along with the screen mm-hmm. instead of allowing me to go get the stuff that I need. Yeah, we end up yelling at each other a lot while we play this game. It's like stressful but fun at the same time. Well, I think 
the three of us work well together. It's when someone that doesn't really know the game real well that confuses things. Well, we had the seven and the nine-year-old trying to play, and they just go do whatever the heck they want. Jumping everywhere. Jump yeah. yeah, and it's like, stay still for a minute so we can figure out what's going on, and they're still like running and jumping around, and the screen's going back. I started getting motion sickness. Why does every game give us motion sickness now? Because, I don't know. We're <laughs> fragile. The one thing that I really like about this game, too, is um, how customizable you can make your character. Like, you can go in and purchase certain um, abilities and equipment and make it more, like, fit to the type of per the fighter that you want it to be. You know, instead of just having, like, a stock character that you're going to play with. You can actually go in and change abilities and equipment and stuff like that. I like that a lot. Which one thing I saw in the manual that I I hadn't noticed um, previously is that when it says select player and then choose class. The wizard, sorceress. Yeah, but fighter, when you choose a the character, you're choosing the class of the character when you choose the character, right? You don't. When get... you create a new character. Yeah, it's already built into the character, isn't it? Yes. You don't get to choose it. That's what, I th I, that's what I thought they were saying, was that you select a player and then you choose the class. But you're choosing the class by choosing the character. Right. So, okay, right. so never mind. It's weird wording. Yeah. I guess that's why they don't write manuals anymore in games. <laughs> yeah, they did give you a lot of customization in it, because it's, it's a very, like, role-playing experience. Like an action-adventure role-playing, where your characters do level up and gain experience. You know, those treasure chests that you unlock, you're getting loot every time. Uh, which all has, like, magical abilities, and only certain classes can wear certain types of armor or use certain types of weapons. So, uh, there is a lot, a ton of customization in it, that's for sure. I like that, too. It doesn't seem to do damage to me, but I don't know what it is exactly. So, sometimes you're on fire. Sometimes it's <laughs> it's a uh, a fire shield, and you don't know. Sometimes Some it's like you got a fire too. weapon. That you, it, yeah, it's, it gets kind of hard to tell. Sometimes you're dying, and sometimes you're killing things, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't tell what is going on. Yeah, and one of the complaints I had about the game too was um, how the quest system works. Is you get your quests from the guild master. But one person in the group can't go in and sign up for all the quests, then pop out and everybody has the quests. You each have to individually go to the quest master, get the quests, then that person pops out, then the next one goes in, gets yeah. the quest, and pops out, then the next good. person. And if one person forgets to get all the quests, you play the level, and like three of you will get all the quests, and then the one person's like, oh, I forgot to sign up for it. But are all the quests available to all the players equal, like at the same time? No. Because don't you have to level, be a certain level to get the quests? Some of, well, some of the you have to finish a quest. Sometimes they're like multi-part quests. Like it's one quest, but it's part one, part two, part three. Mm -hmm. So if I'm on like part three and you're doing part one, then we, I'll finish my quest 
line, but then you still have to do two and three, which are all out of the same level, so we just have to keep playing the same level over and over so you can finish through it. And that's if we haven't played together, like... Right. The entire time. Yeah, the other thing that kind of drives me nuts is, like, the characters that you go and you talk to to get information and how long-winded they are. Oh, and I'm, like, ready that, to yeah. fall asleep listening to their weird story, and then I didn't pay attention to anything because it was so long and drawn out. Right. But the, the last part's when they finally tell you what you're supposed to do, you just and you just skip, 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 skip. <laughs> oh, crap. Now i got to listen to it again. <laughs> the story's well-written, and the voice acting's mm-hmm. done well, but it's just... It really slows down the game when you go to town. It's the combat's so fast paced, and then you go to town, and it's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go, Grandma. all the weird stuff about the game, but we didn't actually say how, what kind of game this is, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is it? It's a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up fighter? Four-player fantasy RPG. Half-nude. <laughs> side-scrolling dungeon crawler? Yeah, there you go. You got it. Mm-hmm. It only took 15 words to describe it. <laughs> Jeez. Like the story, the beginning story told you you're meeting up with different uh, warriors or fighters mm-hmm. on a quest to get the dragon's crown or retrieve the dragon's crown, right? Right. Which I don't think we've ever gotten that far, right? We have not gotten that far. I mean, we've gotten pretty far, but we always get tired and say, okay, enough for today. Yeah, we've argued long enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, something I thought that was pretty cool is um, the uh, George... Kamatani, again the art director, came up with the idea for this game 13 years ago after finishing a game called Princess Crown on the Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. uh, which was another like hand-drawn art game. It was originally slated, Dragon's Crown was originally slated to come out on the Sega Dreamcast, but he couldn't find a publisher for it. Mm. So then 13 years later, he finally found someone that was willing to make it with him, and then Atlas bought out the idea and finally put it out. So he had been designing this game for 13 years. Well, I mean, you can kind of tell because there's a lot that has gone into this game, like a lot of story, a lot of, you know, like side things that go on in this. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can tell that it was worked on for quite a while. Right. He also, I mean, a lot of the people that worked on this game, too, were ones that... I know me and you, Brittany, played it one time. We played the Dungeons & Dragons arcade game. Mm-hmm. The same people that made that also were involved in making this game. But the whole vision of this was taking that old side-scroller beat-em-up, you know, D&D-style arcade, but making it like a whole new level of depth and quality to the game. And I think they succeeded in that. I do, too. Me too, I really like this game a lot. You know, like, there's a lot of other layers to it too. Like, you know, in the one area where you've got the girls from the town that you have to protect, mm-hmm. and they have bars too, and they're being attacked by 
the yeah. succubus. Yeah, and they have no way to defend themselves, and you have to beat the you know the enemies, but also protect them from getting hurt. And there's a lot of cool elements to it that you know I've never seen in any other game like that. Yeah, yeah, you could play this for hours and hours and yeah. still not be done. Yeah, and still find secrets. Mm-hmm. Even beating it, you'll find Are more and more secrets. It? Yeah, yeah. I want to finish this game though. Let's do I it. I want to get all the way through it. Let's go. Alright, <laughs> grab a controller. No, Ashley likes this game. There's not a lot of games that she likes. Yeah. So, um, if you had to give it a rating. Well, first we have to say, like, because you guys always have different ratings. Are we doing this one out of five or one out of ten? No, we're doing whatever you want. <laughs> Jinx. So, should I give it. <laughs> I, I'll give it my rating. I give it two jiggling boobies and a That's big what... butt. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to say. Yeah, yeah. definitely that. It's definitely one of my favorites that I've played. I like the storyline. And I like that it moves fast. Like, the one thing that I can't stand is games, whether they be video games or card games or board games. If it takes a long time, I get bored and I'm like, come on, let's move on. And I like that this game it moves quickly. quickly. I just wish that the, the beginning part where you have to get the, you know, the equipment and... The, the town part needs yeah, to go faster. Yeah, the town faster. part needs to go faster because I'm always like, oh, come on, let's get back to fighting things. Right. Um, you give it five squirrels out of five then. Yeah, five squirrels out of five. Oh, nice. Yeah. Brittany, your rating? Um, I give it eight George Takai sounding oh, thieves my. <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good one and I think it's really cheap now too, so go get it. I've been using the phrase, oh my, all the time, you know, all my life. You have a lovely uh, necklace on, oh my, you know, something ugly happens, dog owner didn't pick up that, oh my, you know, there's a radiant sunrise, oh my, or you see a shuttle take off, oh my. So Ashley. Yeah. And Brittany. Mm-hmm. What have you guys been watching on TV? Oh, you know me. I watch everything. Pick your favorites. Okay, <laughs> 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 you get two. <laughs> I gotta the limit thing, you. You get two. The thing I've been watching most recently is um, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I was surprised you started watching that one. Well, I um, tried the first episode the, the one time, and I didn't really get into it, but, you know, Andrea keeps telling me, you have to watch it because it's set in New Bern in the, in the cemetery. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to give it a chance and see what, what's going on. And it is kind of weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we drove past that cemetery. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I wanted to see if I could recognize anything, but I can't. No. But um, I've been trying to give it a chance. It's a little weird, but I kind of think it's, it's unusual that they try to tie, like, real American history into the storyline. Of, like, things that happened, like, during the Civil War and things like that. I feel like Nicolas Cage needs to show up in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The National Finally, Treasure. Yeah, <laughs> the National Treasure. <laughs> but, yeah, it's kind of like that where they they use actual things in history and tie it into the storyline. 
So is it what I thought, though? It looks like a show that should have been on the CW. No, it's not it's that bad. It's kind of cheesy, but... It's cheesy, but it's not that bad. Okay. I think it's done a little bit better than CW shows. I actually like some CW shows. Oh, no. <laughs> not many. But it's because you ran out of other stuff to watch. I watched Red Hot American Summer. Oh, God. On Netflix. Because it was really totally weird. They came out with uh, <laughs> a series. And, I mean, there's a lot of huge named actors in that show. Yeah, I was really surprised um, by that. Janine Garofalo looks terrible. Um, who is it? Is it Paul Rudd? Yeah. Your favorite? Yeah. Yeah, I knew you know that name. Why don't you just name drop everybody that's in it for me, okay? <laughs> uh, it's written by the original crew from... MTV is the State, which was a, uh, like a comedy group series that was on MTV a long time ago. And those guys always come together to make really weird stuff. They always have. And it, it is really weird. It's, it's all based around... It's like a, a summer camp. And, I mean, all these old actors are trying to act... Playing 16-year-old roles. So they kind of goof on that every once in a while. And it's... it's Nothing in the show is taken seriously. No, it's I a mean, parody of, like, 80s Every camp single movies. 80s summer camp movie. And, I mean, I, I lost it, and I'm, I'm going to ruin it for everybody. It's just to give you an idea of how weird it is. Is they were dumping toxic waste next to the camp, and the uh, camp director, who was stressing out, was eating, like, a can of uh, vegetables and fell into the toxic waste. And, you know, was like, save the camp! And in a couple episodes later, he comes back as a talking can. Oh it's just like the Ninja Turtles. He mutates with whatever he uh, was last touching. Yeah. A tin can. <laughs> a tin can of vegetables. It's ridiculous. Oh. But then I watched... Uh, Makes my head hurt. <laughs> then I watched the movie, which actually came out originally in 2001. And I couldn't tell... I'm, I'm halfway through the movie, and I couldn't tell if the movie happened before the series or after the series. Well, you can tell by the actors. I'm sure they don't have all the same people. Exactly all the same people. Literally all the exact same and actors are in, in the movie. it came out in 2001? 2001. 2003. No, it said 2001 on Netflix. Are you sure? Yeah. I checked too. It said 2003. Well, whatever. <laughs> I swear it said 2001. <laughs> anyway, you know how good I am on my facts. Mm-hmm. But now she's got the phone out looking it up. They <laughs> <laughs> love to prove me wrong. So the series is like a prequel to the movie. So watch the series first, then watch the movie. It makes no sense because people are as old as dirt now, and they're supposed to be. But if you've teenagers. never seen it before, yeah, I know. So they're it makes it makes the parody even weirder because they're older in the series than in the movie, but the series happened before the movie, so it's, it just keeps going with their stupid parody of everything. It works. Trust me, it works. It's crazy. Yeah. It does say 2001. Oh, snap! Yeah, it was 2003. Yeah, Brittany's wrong! IMDb says 2001. Yeah, Dang. no, what I say is right. IMDb. You're a douchebag? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All right, Brittany, what have you been watching? I haven't been watching anything on television. Well, that was fun. Actually, tell us something else. Um, I know you got plenty to talk no, actually, about. Actually, um, I will be watching something this Sunday... Uh, Fear the Walking Dead starts. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What is that I'm now? Looking up for that. It is supposed to be set I've seen stuff about in California it, but... during the time where Rick Grimes, the main character in The Walking Dead, was in a coma, like during the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. Well, this is set. It's a hard word to say. Apocalypse, yeah. 
during that time, but in Los Angeles, where supposedly the outbreak started. So, so it's a prequel to Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, kind of. It, it's going to be running around the same time that it started. And they said that anything that you know from The Walking Dead, it you can assume that it's the same in this show, and anything that is in that show you can assume is the same in The Walking so Dead. So it's the same world. Yeah, different it's just story. Different, different time period in different location. One happens in, like, Georgia. One happens in L.A. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> More zombies for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You love it. More going to sleep to noises of... <laughs> That's just Adam eating in the bed. <laughs> She's told you to stop doing that. <laughs> Need a midnight snack. No, he makes me watch it at nighttime because he hates zombies and he doesn't yeah. want me to. Like, you watch, watch that when I'm sleeping. <laughs> Wait till I fall asleep first. And then he dreams about zombies all night. <laughs> Ugh. I hate it. So the other thing I've been watching is uh, Gypsy Sisters, which is really crazy. Yeah, that's trailer trash. Yeah, well, duh, trailer. That's what it should be really called. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They fight and fight and fight. <laughs> Itchy and scratchy show. It's pretty crazy. Is it crazy? It's crazy. So watch it or don't? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm to the point where like, I feel like my brain is melting from all the stupid <laughs> stuff that I watch. <laughs> So don't watch I it. I would say don't. Just fight with your own gypsy sister. Yeah. I do. What do you got? Pac-Man 256. What? It's an app for uh, iDevices and Android devices that's coming out. Uh-huh. And it's uh, it's a new twist on Pac-Man. How do I describe it? It's kind of weird. It's like a three-fourths view of a Pac-Man board. So you're going through the Pac-Man maze, and there's, you know, but it's scrolling the whole time. So you have to go fast enough up the maze and avoid the, the ghosts and... Um, chain dots together because the kill screen from Pac-Man when you hit level 255 it's the kill screen and it's all like jarbled and whatever on one side the kill screen is actually chasing you through the maze and you have to run run through it and stay in front of the kill screen but also get it all the points Hmm. it looks really interesting it looks kind of hectic I think that they designed it smart with the kill screen in there can't wait to play it when's it come out? it says coming soon so it's supposed to be, I think, sometime in September. Huh. September 2017. Coming soon! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like every movie that we want to see. I know. All the shows, too, that we want to see. Nobody wants to see any more shows. No, there's a lot of good shows coming out. In 2017? About, no, in 2016, which I'm oh. like, why even bother advertising for it when it's... Well, I get you like, excited about it. Yeah, I know, but I hate that. It's like, I want to see it now. Yeah, well, like... I just saw an article saying that the Fantastic uh, Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Harry Potter spinoff, mm-hmm. is started filming. And they just, like, give us these little bits. It's, like, started filming. Mm-hmm. 
tell me when you actually have something filmed and you can show me a clip of it. Right. Yeah. They can't even show set pictures yet. No. It's like Star Wars. <laughs> it's like, here's your scraps. Yeah. And we all like, <laughs> fight after, fight for them. So someone today that always has the uh, inside information for Star Wars stuff told me that uh, there's like a ton of Star Wars spinoff movies coming. Um, like Han Solo's going to get his own movie for his backstory. They're going to do... God, it's really raining out there. They're going to... Um, do a movie that is the people that went to get the original plans for the Death Star. <laughs> this will be boring. <laughs> no, it sounds like, because they're, they're making that as a... go get the plans. The, the spinoff. <laughs> From the county recorder. <laughs> and it's going to have none of the original characters or nothing, like, related back to the original movies. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a completely original, but it's, it's like that weird side story. So they're doing, like, all these... Uh, Weird side shows, side movies. It's like for, in the next four or five, four years, there's going to be so many Star Wars movies. I think I'm going to throw up. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's it's like too much Star Wars. Calm down. She also told us last week about um, Droid Tales, which is a I watched it today. A cartoon, and they like kind of mock mock, you know, like the uh, Star Wars stuff, and it's yeah. kind of funny. It's all like um, Lego. Characters. It's like they do with all the Lego games like and the Lego YouTube movies channel? where they... No, it's on... It, it is on Disney? YouTube. It's, it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's on Disney Channel though, right? I don't know. I found it on YouTube. She said I think it's on the Disney Channel. Okay. But, yeah, I watched that and all it did was prove to me that uh, I have no idea what happened in Episode 2 of Star Wars. Yeah, I, I, I do remember going to the theater and falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then waking up when they were in the uh, like lava factory or whatever the hell that was, falling back asleep. Lava factory where they make lava. <laughs> That's where they make lava. <laughs> and then waking up again just in time to see Yoda fight, and then going home and falling asleep. Well, that was and waking up in the lava factory. <laughs> that was like, how did I get here? Worth the ticket that you had to pay for that. Well, movie. you were there too. I know. I, I think, think I you fell asleep, asleep too. <laughs> yeah. So that tells you, uh, I guess I have to watch episode two again. Uh, I guess I have to. I just rolled my eyes. I know you guys can't see that. Yeah. You're, <laughs> hear it. Did you roll your eyes out they, loud? Yeah, yes, I think, they could I think hear you it. did. I think they could hear What are we doing, news? Is this a news section? Another episode of another good game, mm -hmm. right? Dragon's Crown. Everybody likes Dragon's Crown. Oh, yeah. Everybody likes it. Everybody yep. likes it. You will too. So um, we need a hint for the next episode, and I just thought it up. It's a letter and a number. Oh yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know that's the number right. spelled out, girl. I don't even know what game you guys are playing. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you've even watched this play, and you're still like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I've watched you play it. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I have no idea. All right. Well, maybe one of our listeners do, so let us know if you know what that is on Facebook. So, uh, of course, follow us on Facebook, so you can put in your guess. Twitter, YouTube, uh, all those other things. Just search for Press Continue Podcast. And don't forget Patreon, because we do have 
some new rewards for people that do donate to our show. So everybody go on there and throw us a little helping hand. And uh, tune in next week where the gaming never ends as long as you press, press continue. continue.